everybody, welcome to Pub Table Racers. Today is Tuesday, November 23rd, the year is 2021. My name is Tim Packman, the co-host and co-owner of Pub Table Racers. Sitting next to me, sitting next to me is the one and only, and my co-host. I'm a co-host also. You're both co-hosts. Yeah, neither one, nobody's really in charge. Their name is? Lumbro Thank you very much for people that don't know by now, after as long as we've been doing this. Thanks for joining us. I hope you're getting all ready for Thanksgiving there. Warren, why do we have a bucket of High Life in front of us. We have a bucket of Miller High Life in front of us because we like to drink yep. and talk about NASCAR racing and any other forms of racing yep. um, with our special guests. That's right. I actually have a yingling. Okay, well, that's fine because it's keg season. It's keg season. Most people don't know what that is. After what? racing season Explain ends. It. Explain it so people know. After NASCAR ends, I have a kegerator. I put a keg in it right away and make it through okay. the holidays with I like a nice draft beer. You, know, you make it through a holiday per keg. Well, it's it never it's never empty. <laughs> we know that we're never out of beer neither, at one time. Neither is your fridge. Um, uh, that's why the bucket in honor of uh, Bobby Ellis. When I talked to him today, he's down oh, in good. Florida. He's spending the holiday down there, so he's doing great. Uh, tonight's show, our guest is Shauna Robinson. Um, very thrilled and honored to have her on. We'll bring her up in a little bit. Uh, before we get to that, we have to talk about our sponsors. Warren, who's that behind you? We have racingjunk.com. That's right. Go check them out. If it has wheels or it involves wheels, they have it. All your racing needs. Whatever you need. Pie, sell, trade. They got it. Right. Uh, also, the garage shop. Uh, check out some new videos on there. Uh, we're going to go to the PRI show. Uh, check out also um, Rapid Removal. Our, our oh, 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 sorry. sorry, Darren. We can fix that. Sorry about that. Rapid Removal. Our buddy Darren. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh, I can't get the number. There we go. Give Darren a call. Here, let's Anything and everything. <laughs> Here we go. This is his. He's more important than we are. Yeah, well, move it so you can see the number. You move it back now. <laughs> so give Darren a call. You want to get rid of your holiday stuff, your relatives, whatever you want to do. He's the guy. Okay, there you go. There you go. Right, keep going. All right, we got it. Perfect. There you go. See? That's it. Everything's fixable here. We are high tech and you're also a grip now. Perfect. <laughs> Um, we have that going on. Get a grip. That's what I always say. Uh, uh, real quick, quick news. Uh, practice and qualifying is back. What do you think about that? Short sure. sessions. Why not? <laughs> Short sessions, knockout qualifying. It's something, though, but you're going to need it with a new car. Okay. Okay. Did you learn a lot of the test? The um, recent Charlotte test? Some good, some bad. Okay. I'm going to leave it at that. All right. Okay. Just to we're, we're, let me put it. We're going back Monday. Okay. Next Monday, next already. Monday. Okay, so there's, then, well, there, there's some. It, it needs some work. Okay, well that's good though that you're doing the work, right? Okay, be positive, there, buddy. You know, <laughs> I'm positive. Okay, if you're positive. We're going back Monday. Uh, so we got that going on. Also, two things. Um, our buddy Pete Troutman, who has been on guest on the show, it was announced uh, this morning or was it yesterday, whatever. He is being inducted into the Western New York Four Score Hall of Fame, which is the Friends of Auto Racing. It's a very prestigious honor in that area, and so Pete Troutman's going in, and he is, uh, I'm very proud of him. I'm happy That's for awesome. Him. That's an awesome. It's a, a high honor there. My uncle went in a couple years ago. Uh, Pete's going in, so it's great. Good for him. Are you? Have you been invited to go in? Are you I, have, I have been nominated to go in, oh, but okay. I think I've got decades, if, if I ever Oh, really? In. If I ever You're not old enough? I'm not really old enough. They put one guy in, was 47, so um, no big deal. So I don't know. I don't really think about that. Now, I have some news for you. Okay. Starting next week, you can see 
Pout Table Racers on Speed51.tv. Oh, that's awesome. So we're going to take uh, our show here, take the YouTube, and I talked to Speed51TV today and Racing America, and they said, hey, we saw some shows we want you on. We're going to put on there. So another platform, so we'll have more eyeballs in the short track. You and had I to said, spring that at you. wanted to give me a little surprise. I want to give you, as, as my co-host and co-owner. That's good. So there you go. There's some good news for us. We're Let's gonna, cheers to that. We got to we got to cheers. Got to drop some good guests. That's right. News. Well, we, we after tonight, I don't know if we can do that. It's going to take a lot. Well, not as good as this one, but we're, you know, we like to go up and down with our guests. Yeah, right? that's good. They're all cool. They're all good. They're, They're all good. I said, you've seen some shows. They said, yeah. I said, so we're good. He goes, he goes, yeah. I said, okay. So we have to clean up our act. But one of us does. You have to go for sensitivity treatment. I'm pretty sensitive. You can be. All right, enough of that. Now it's time for... <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do it. All right, I'm going to give the intro here. Shauna Robinson, oh. who is celebrating a birthday one week from today. I'm not going to say which one. Uh, from Des Moines, Iowa. She has driven Des in 72... Yep, Des Moines is whatever it's called. Des Moines. 72 Des Moines. NASCAR races between Cup, Xfinity, and Truck. She's uh, been a Daytona 500. She has 27 ARCA starts with five top fives. She's a goodies dash on uh, the Polaroid car. She won a race in that. She sat on the pole. First female this, in NASCAR history to sit on a pole, doing so in a Bush Series race. Um, in 1988, she made her debut, finishing third at Daytona in the goodies dash car. Uh, she won at Asheville, the first female to win a NASCAR touring event. She won at Nashville, and then also she had a truck big rig win at Milwaukee. We get right, getting right, pretty good. Okay, uh, first big rig win at Milwaukee. Um, she has survived broken shoulders, broken ribs, cancer, and she's with us tonight, ladies and gentlemen. I present to you the one and only Sean Robinson. Come join us. Wow, what an intro! <laughs> Thank you, guys. Only the finest for you. Wow. Yeah. Let me have a seat. Have Please. a seat. Scoot on up and Scoot on up in by us so you look, you look, you're, you got that beauty you're taller than me, ah. so you should be. I'm just closer to the camera. That's good. First of all, thanks for being on. Thanks. Could we offer you a... Uh, Absolutely, in honor of Bobby. Sure. How could Perfect. I not? There you go. Thanks for coming on. We're very honored. Cheers. 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 I'll get a picture here in a second. Pennsylvania. It's a yingling. Dingling. Okay. First of all, how are you? I am fabulous. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Excuse uh, the hair tonight. I've been Christmas decorating all day, and you. I've been. You would see me earlier with the. You're fine. Yeah. You're fine. There, there could be glitter. You're fine. There could be You're glitter. Fine. All right. So, how does a young lady from Des Moines, Iowa, all of a sudden get involved in racing? Where does it come from? Nah. Where did it come from? It comes from dad. Ah, okay. <laughs> it absolutely came from dad and oh. it's not just me my brother raced uh, my sisters are all talented in so many different areas that just it, it came from my roots from okay. the midwest it's the midwest yes and and uh so your dad raced yes my dad raced from dirt before i was born. Uh, both. both um uh he ran what was usac okay a, uh uh, sure, we know you said. Yeah, yeah. It, USAC was kind of uh, NASCAR, also yes. same kind of yes. same kind of thing. Yeah. Well, he ran USAC, but he also ran uh, late model stock cars. All right. And my brother raced late model stock cars, and 
so growing up, every weekend we were at the racetrack uh, family. It was all about family. Sure. I mean, my aunts, cousins, we, we played under the grandstands yep. at the Iowa State Fairgrounds when we were kids. And then, you know, we, I remember the times in the infield at Pocono mm -hmm. being just a little tiny girl. But everybody And it's a picnic, there, right? Mom. Yeah. It's a cookout. You're grilling out. You're yeah. picnicking. Except the tailgate is a station wagon. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of a pickup. Instead right. of a yeah. pickup. Sure. That's the station what wagon. Like. Yeah. Sitting face backwards going exactly. on. Exactly. It was safe back in the day. Yeah. yeah absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> See, Bell, roll that window yeah. down. Let yeah. some of that exhaust invite him, kids. <laughs> exactly. Here's some white paint. Yeah. Hey, we all, we're all still here. That's all yeah. I can say. Eat a fruit pie. We're not sure what's yeah. in it. Eat a fruit pie. But that's awesome. I swear to God, it is. Yeah. God. We got a theory about that. The coronavirus vaccines. Okay. Can't do nothing to me. Yeah, all the stuff we put in I had a matchbox car with lead paint. Yeah. Yeah. The, the fumes. I've probably so where, when did it come to the point where all of a sudden you got behind the wheel? Well, okay, it went from my dad raced, my brother raced little, and then my dad was uh, definitely the, uh, I'll call him the circus leader because he was always looking for that new next thing to do. Mm -hmm. uh, inverting the field, first person that ever did it. Really, really, yes. Oh, okay. At the Iowa State Fairgrounds. Um, so is he a promoter too? Then? Yeah, he's a promoter. Oh, That's yeah. where wow. I went, and this is where I came. All from. right, he's nice. A promoter. Uh, we used to go to Daytona, you know, and they'd have the promoters convention. Yeah, yeah. They'd have the Iowa party. Yeah, I'm sure they had the Wisconsin. Oh, party. sure. I don't think they probably had the Buffalo. Party. <laughs> no, Buffalo had its own party. <laughs> I've went to many of those. I'm going to them again. Yeah, go ahead. Well, there you go. Um, I'm thinking there's going to be a mustache involved with that somehow. <laughs> anyway, uh, so that's how it kind of began is he started promoting. I was 18. I was graduating high school. And he, this is a funny story. He said, uh, why don't you go with me for the summer and I'll teach you about marketing and advertising and, okay, and all okay. that. Well, little did I know after my dad had passed away, my mom lived with me for the last seven years, a few years ago. And so mom tells me, and I honestly did not know this till just a Recently. few years that, oh, dad just wanted to get you out of town because he did not like that boy you were dating in high school. At all. I, was 15, I was 18, right. 15 right. to 18, I dated the same boy and he was a motorcycle racer. And okay. he was like what you call a hood. Right, like, hell on wheels, yeah. maybe. Yeah. Well, you, 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 so dad wanted yeah. to get you away. The bad oh, boy. So you know, dad's the like bad the bad boy. Bad boy, you know? So dad's like, Did we got to get her out of town. Yeah, it worked. Because then next <laughs> thing you know, I started racing. and um, See, I, I grew up at the uh, the fairgrounds. I mean, we'd pack the track. And it, that was a heavy clay dirt oh, track. Yeah. And um, black dirt. Not mm -hmm. red okay. And, you know, just we grew up with, I knew how to ride a motorcycle when I was itty-bitty, anything, because it was always kind of around. It was there. We weren't wealthy by any means, but Dad would always bring home fun toys. He just never knew how long they were going to last, and then he would sell them, so they would be gone. <laughs> Wait a minute, I was just talking about that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, um, but to make it more serious, I went to, the first race was Toledo. Uh, they were unloading the trucks. These are semi trucks. Oh, these now. are big rig trucks. Yeah, this big is when he changed. Diesel. He was promoting. He wanted to find something new. Right. So he's like, "There's a whole other market with right. over the road, the bobtails, uh, commercial bobtails." Right. Yeah. So um, he started. He did this little heat race after the feature at the stock car race that night, 
and uh, so then he started this traveling thing. Okay. And with full size. Full size semi trucks. Right. Yeah. So and this at this point it was stock trucks. Right. Like literally unhook the trailer and, and go. go race, which is if not. If anybody a smart doesn't know idea. what we're talking about, smoking uh, abandoned. Yes, Cletus exactly. is driving that truck yeah. in a race. <laughs> that's what we're talking okay, about. Okay, got it. Yeah. Perfect. So that's how it kind of began. But I went to Toledo to um, we, when he would give me uh, an advertising budget, say it was say six thousand dollars. Yeah. Like we're going to be here for the week. You you need to find this is like the yellow pages. You know you get right. the book. Oh, God, find yeah. the three right. TV stations, one newspaper, and one or two radio, and then split your money to buy advertising time. I had the beta tapes to go for the reels. <laughs> I mean it no, was no, all I did, I that's did, what yeah, I was yeah, getting ready to yeah. do. In my, my brother raced, and it was like bringing in this different kind of race. But what he didn't know was going to happen, which I didn't either, but I'm like helping unload the trucks off the trailer. So you're and, just driving them? Oh, yeah, because I knew, right. well, right. we used to make, we used to follow them to pick up trucks yeah, okay. when we were, before we had our driver's license. Yeah. Right. So, so I was helping unload, and I just kind of took off on the little Toledo Speedway. And started doing some laps. Making some hot laps. Yeah. Right. And he watched me and he knew. Uh, he's In like, a semi tractor. Yeah. Right. Yep. No so he's like, bobtail. Oh, you wouldn't be able to handle it if you went out there with the, you know. With the guys. With the you know, guys. Right. You would be able to handle Oh, he knew exactly what he was doing. <laughs> yeah. And so he was I raced challenging that night. You, right? Yeah. So I raced that night. And that sounds so weird. Like, oh, you just happened to race that night. Pretty much, yeah. Well, pretty much, yeah. yeah. Back in those days, you could do that. Right. And, uh, but then really after a year, of, well, so then the advertising changed because then. I would go to buy the advertising time, and then I would say, "Can I uh, meet with your sports director?" Which you know they never came in until three or four, so sure. you had to go back. Yep. And then I had my little folder, and I'm like, "I'm a driver." Yeah. And then mm. I'd get interviews or get Perfect. set up for promoting the race. Yeah. yeah. I learned a lot. Was that? He taught me, and my dad was like straight smart. Okay, here's my father, which probably people won't really agree with this, but my dad was the one who's like. You don't need to go to college because it's all a bunch of money that gets spent, and then you don't get what. I'm not saying that in a bad way. You don't always get back like, out of it. You, you need to learn how to negotiate. You need to be street smart, mm -hmm. and you need to read people. Got it. Yeah. And that the, third one took me a while. <laughs> so you know that <laughs> that isn't a bad. So cool. uh, all right. That's not a bad. But he raised all of us like right. that. Yeah. He raised all of us. I not to you know. I'm not saying I love that my kids went to college and I right. love oh, that. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So not saying that's a bad thing. So let, let me ask. Let me ask you this: um, Was that a good promotional thing that uh, a woman was driving those trucks? Did did people want to see you come drive that truck? Yeah. You know, was that. Did that work in your favor? Yeah, I I'd say um, 80%. Yeah. At, at easy, I mean, people 80%. probably cheering you there on, were, you know, you're beating guys. There are very few that, that did not do, like, they, they were probably Nick's racing right. anyway. They were more like, let's only do this, this, okay. this. But no, absolutely it did help. Mm -hmm. But it wasn't really it wasn't really about that except that that was part of my job. Sure. Because that's that was what, my that's job right. to do. That's what I was getting at. But um, it was more the driving part of it. You know, it started out as kind of like a fun challenge yep. thing. But no, a year into it, then uh, we bought a truck from the Gator Series. Which okay. Which an, another level up. Um, Spoking the man at work. Yep, yep. But these trucks were more modified. 
and then uh, I ended up getting a sponsor. You got serious about it. it. Yeah. Say that. It took a year right. to right. say this is what I'm going to do, yeah. and this is the direction I'm going to and go. And I'm serious and, about it. And this. I'm serious about it. Yeah. And I was because let me tell you, all my friends, like you went to high school with, you're 18, 19, 20. Uh, they were, you know, they all were doing their things, and I would be gone for three months. I didn't really have that social, normal life. Yeah, yeah. No, I was, I was uh, traveling and yeah. learning you and becoming a I race car very driver. Very serious. About so you went it. from a novelty to a novice to a professional. Yes. Yes. Very good. That's good. Yeah. So that's okay, so then cool, you start, actually. And, then, and you're you're not even twenty years old yet. So no, not yet. It's your formative years. So you no. And in those days, I went to France and raced right? twice. Okay. Uh, raced in Mexico. Uh, got Dryden Oil as a sponsor. Uh, moved to Philadelphia from Iowa with no car, no place to live, no furniture, <laughs> uh, nothing. And the worst part was I didn't have a dog to take that I could take with me because I had to leave my dog at home. Cool. And I'm a dog person, right. so that was hard. But so I was in a hotel for like maybe a week till I found an apartment. I got a company car. Had to go to oil school Jeez. to learn about heavy duty lubricants. So you could talk. Yeah, so I'd have to go to shows. Being the pretty face. Yeah, it was. It was, right. it was a job. But yeah, I mean, but it was a job. Cool. Then I, I raced, and then I became kind of a northeasterner to mm. where my tracks were Flemington. I considered that my home track. Okay. Uh, Flemington, Lebanon Valley, uh, wait, Middletown. Wait, wait, wait. Dave Chanette just says you won at Lebanon Valley. Yeah, I did. I also flipped at Lebanon Valley. Okay, well, big truck. Truck. <laughs> big big truck. Big truck. Yeah, yeah. Oh. yeah. I won at Flemington two or three times. Okay, that was huge. That and was. We found out earlier you, you, you raced at Ransomville for my West yeah. New York friends. You raced at Ransomville Speedway. Where I used to be the announcer there. They, uh, uh, you did. Yeah. yeah. We well, didn't. No, you weren't the announcer. No. Then. I started there in the mid nineties. That's all right. The Dalai Lama. I would remember. I could not think what it was. They reminded me of Buffalo, New York. The Dalai Lama. It's the first time I've ever seen the Dalai Lama chanting on the streets and walking through downtown Buffalo. I missed that. <laughs> I, I remember the hot dog I'm carts. Like, what are the? What is okay. this? But anyway, that's a Buffalo yeah. memory. Okay, good. Uh, so when did it? So you progressed from the trucks and then you stood on the goodies dash. Or that, what yes. was next? Um, so I raced the trucks. I moved. In 86 to Philadelphia, lived there from 86 to 88. Okay. In 88, Pat Patterson, mm -hmm. that you know, we've known for right. yeah. Pat Patterson somehow contacted my boss with Dryden Oil okay. and is like, I won't, we need to move her up. Right. And I always, my mind was never in open wheel, sprint car, anything like that. It was always NASCAR suckers. It's always the direction I wanted to go. So Pat, uh, at the time I had a, a Don Lamberti, who's very, very huge in Knoxville mm -hmm. Raceway, and the, the Hall of Fame there, the museum, the Casey's General Stores. Oh, yeah. And Good. that's how yeah. I was able to move from trucks to uh, NASCAR was because Don Lamberti sponsored me mm -hmm. to go run at Daytona. Uh, they put me with David Watson Racing, mm -hmm. who was out of Boone, who had really good cars. Dave Watson. Yeah. 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 Amazing he, person. He was uh, he was in the ASA when I was doing ASA. Great, great guy. Really great guy. Really nice cars. Really yes. nice. Absolutely. Every time Top we went to the racetrack, yeah. we were, you unload from that trailer, yeah. you're a threat. That's how it was. Yeah. And 
you know, as time went on, it wasn't so much like that. But um, so Dave, David Watson, I, then I moved to Boone. So moved from Philadelphia to Boone. Wow, that's a big jump. Yeah. Like, well, the big jump was Philadelphia because right. I had never right. seen cars on the side of the road with our tires are stolen. And like, where am I? It took me two years to love was it. it. Chicago? Yeah. And I did. I did end up loving okay. it, but then that was about the time to go. But um, so I moved to Boone. Uh, focused 100% on getting to know the team, the tracks. So I was this unknown, oh, you're big trucks, you know, what's she going to do out here? Right. Well, I think as far as gaining respect, earning respect, 100%. Media did not matter to me. I always looked at it like, the media will come if we do something. If you do something good. But you go out there and you get it all, get it all, get it all, then what's going to happen? Right. Then, yeah, then okay. they're going to be all over the place and, the, you know, that's even more pressure too. It's like, put all this on and then let's just focus and have a good car and do good and racing. Do good things, and with right. David, in fact, we um, we did finish third at Daytona, but let's tell you a little story about okay. it. Okay. Okay. We got the pole. Then they said I had a legal carburetor. So that's Jan right. Smith was my engine guy and he swore to me he's like i swear i we are not doing any of that they took my carburetor away and they gave me another carburetor and then i qualified the next day <laughs> I qualified the next day and went faster than i went the day before with, a with their carburetor. carburetor okay and so that had to start 21st so i'm running third and i lost first and second gear so the last few laps of the race i only had third and fourth gear you still finished third. And that oh. was a goodie. Yeah. Goody yeah. Goody. Yes. And then the next race after that, we got the pole, I believe, at, was it Rouge Bond? No, it was somewhere in Florence, okay. South okay. Carolina. And then we went to Asheville and I won third race. What was that like winning? Well, you know what that was like? That sure. was like amazing. And David Pearson was there. Uh, wow. Yeah. David Pearson was there. Uh, Elmo Langley was there. Jeez. There were so many. I, I can't even. I'm sure there's a lot. Let me, let me ask you this. Do you remember who you were racing in the Goodies Dash series up there that you beat? Larry Cottle. I, I was going to say there had to be some pretty uh, big names. Wayne Carroll, Larry, Larry Cottle. In, in some of them cars. Because um, a lot of people came through Goodies Dash. See, Davey Ellison and Michael Walter both well, kind of came from the Dash yeah, cars. And there is no Dash cars now. No. That was um, that was a that small, was an entry level. Yep, it was a it was a four cylinder car that that was NASCAR. Yeah, uh, it was Sunbird, Pontiac Sunbird, Sunbird, and I think there was like Monza, mm -hmm. you know, whatever they were. They were the, the a compact car, right. a compact car that was a NASCAR series. Yeah, they were able to run speedways, which yes. was huge. So we ran short trucks and speedways. So see, that gave me the the breaking point to be able to run. I mean, running Daytona and running Talladega, running Pocono, it gives you the Michigan. ability. Michigan, Atlanta, gives yeah. you the ability to move up. Right. To know that track. Yeah. Even though it's in a little smaller car. Yeah. I'll say it like this. It was the truck series before there was a yes. truck series. Yes. You're so right. Wow. Wow. That. Wow. that is the good. way to put it, which okay. a lot of people didn't even know it existed. But that was... To be, my dad right used to always say, right. you have to be the first chef. Yeah. Right. And I'd be like, that's stop it. That's too much pressure. But, and but let me tell you what, when I was, yeah. it was a pretty big deal. So like, you were rookie of the year, most, most popular, popular driver in 88. Then you repeated as most popular driver in 89. I finished third in points third in both points. years. Right. 
But yeah. I mean, you made your mark. I won races. I mean, I won it. Yeah. I won it in the dash cars. I won it. Uh, Myrtle Beach, mm-hmm. Asheville, right. uh, Georgia. I can't think of the name okay. of the track. So you went once. I hate to use the word cute. It's, that was nice. But then you kept winning, and your fellow competitors are like, "Hey, this this woman's like for real. This isn't just some uh, big rig driver putting the goodies right. dash car to you know." It was, it was, yeah. You weren't a fluke. Yeah, you weren't a fluke. No, you, you, know, you were a threat. Yeah. Right? No, what mattered to me yeah. was that I was not necessarily making friends, but I was gaining respect right. in in racing mm-hmm. as a driver. And that to me is what it was about. You've sure. got to earn it. Yeah, like, yeah, go yeah. ahead. Sure. Bump me five times and see what I do back. Or Bob, you know, right. like, it's you you got to earn it. Do you ever wreck anybody? Um, did you like? Did anybody really tick you off well, when you turned them? Oh well, not not in the dash. Maybe not in the dash, but give us one. Oh, the dash. I in my head the when Dale, you say that. The classic <laughs> Dale Earnhardt bump in mid. Right, right. Yeah, I did that a few times. Um, now I take out uh, Dale Jr. at uh, Texas. I didn't mean to do that. I, it wasn't on purpose. You were just on his show. Did yeah. you guys talk about yeah. that? Yes, yeah. we yeah. talked about yeah. it. Yeah. It was hysterical. He gave you the finger? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. You and gave then the I finger. went and gave him a damn... <laughs> Don't I'm <laughs> Mother, do not disrespect me like that. How did he like, take it? He was like, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, and then he was very timid back then. Yeah, he was sure. very timid. But the funny thing is, is uh, Tony Sr. Yep. was on the radio... And when it happened, the wreck, which was not intentional, and I had gone into turn one, I was turn one or turn three, and my car was so tight, and I just went up, up, yeah. And, and so he's on the radio, and he's like, "Damn, I think she's still mad." And Yuri's like, "Well, it's your damn fault. You're the one who created the situation." <laughs> so so I didn't know this is a Bush series by, Bush by now. No, this be- is cut. Oh, cup. This oh, isn't cup. Oh, okay. oh, no, this isn't oh, cup when right. I drove the BAM car. This oh, yeah, BAM car. Oh, yeah. Uh, no, I raced with Dale Sr., Kenny Schrader, yep. Ernie Irvin in Bush cars. Okay. So I Dale, qualified you, Kenny you wrecked Dale, Dale Jr.'s car. So, yeah. me, you know. You had to fix it. I had probably had to oh. fix it. <laughs> you were probably cussing at me because I know who no, no, was. No, 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 no. No, it's job security. Yeah, I, I actually I didn't uh, cuss at all. No, no, uh, I I fixed more of Michael's cars, so it's all a blur. Yeah, I drove for Michael too. Uh, in his uh, Aaron's for Aaron's okay. in the, a Bush car. Right. I remember that. Yeah, I, remember that. I remember that. When you were moving up and you had more opportunities come through, where did did you have an agent? Did you handle it all yourself, or was there like? Because you said about the negotiating your dad, or is it? Yeah, my dad was big with that. He was my he yeah. was my everything. Um, he passed away in '93, but at one point prior to uh, JD Stacy had approached JD Stacy. There's a guy. Um, yeah, back and Robin McCall, who's Robin Dahlenbeck, right. was driving a, a late model car for him, and he wanted me to come on and be team two. Okay, and my dad's like, no. She's not doing it because he didn't want me to be a team too. So okay. he was very big on that kind of stuff. And then uh, later on, I uh, got with marketing uh, Ted Ted Condor. Mm-hmm. 
with marketing with uh Jim Vergato was part of it. And there was a lot of Rolf yeah. Schnurr. Yeah. Yeah. There yeah. was there was marketing people that came in to help uh yeah. handle you were, that. You were to, to me, and I'm sorry to interrupt. No, to, no. to me, you were you're you were coming into the sport when it we, we were in our heyday, man. It was yeah. that them nineties and, and and in all the way to two thousand it was like it was like a money pit of of promoters and sponsors and you know people you couldn't trust yeah there was definitely a qualifying list you had to make the race and you know there was a lot of different owners through those times Mm -hmm. from from 90 i did dash in 88 and i regret would have probably if i would have stayed with david watson and we grew but I was impatient. I <laughs> wanted to be in the Bush series. You know, yeah. I wanted to to move up. So then it was limited schedules, limited, yeah. limited, limited, and that's never a good plan. If you're going to drive, you got to drive all the time. Yeah. Real quick, anybody has any questions? Uh, take them. We'll take them right here. Just put them in. And we'll put them through Shauna. She can answer them. Something she wasn't able to do on Dale Junior Show. Yeah. We are here when I told us you can answer Ooh, questions. Now, wait, wait, wait. I do want to say we got a very nice compliment from Mike Davis. Okay, good. I let him know about the DEI reunion and said, please yep. pass it on to Kelly and Dale Jr., whoever else there. And he goes, certainly will do. He goes, by the way, awesome product with the PTR show you created there. Okay, cool. So take that. I didn't want to follow up with, can we come on your network? That's just what she's taking. Yes. No, I didn't. I didn't. That's tempting. But, I'm like, but we have speed51.tv. We're going to go there, so that's good. Um, so we did get a compliment from the Dirty Mo Media folks. So they've seen it. Oh, yeah, they've seen it. Right. They had have seen it, yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Dirty I'll take that. <laughs> um, so, if you have any questions, now's the time to ask. We'll be glad to uh, read them. And so, no one them. has any questions? No, they're, they're going to do them now. They're, they're going to oh, start okay. coming. Is thing about, you know, is anybody listening? Yeah, they're no. out there. Trust me. <laughs> I know uh, they are. Um, what would you say one of your highlights, your biggest highlights? What do you have? Oh, definitely Milwaukee. Okay. I was 18 years old, and I wanted that truck. And it was amazing. It was a mile trap. So first woman ever to win on a mm-hmm. speedway. Right. Uh, that is probably one of my number ones. And then number two would be the Daytona 500, which you, you would think that would be number one. But something about being 18 and, and winning and on winning a speedway. A, uh, yeah. That's it was a big deal. And Daytona was a big deal. So uh, tell, I want to hear about your Daytona experience. Well, that was a, who, who was a little odd. Okay, I was with um, Michael Krenfus. We were running Kmart. This is before Daytona. I was running the Kmart ARCA car, yep. and then we were starting to do some cup. We did Michigan. Yep. We attempted Texas and somewhere else, but didn't make it. And um, this uh, team, Beth Ann Morgenthau and her husband, Tony, Bam, Bam, Bam approached me. Uh, well, actually, a marketing guy approached me, and I didn't even think it was for real. I'm like, are you serious? It. I was kind of like, well, why did you put? Because I want to start a new team. They right. have plenty of funds. Uh, why didn't you Smart, put like your a, a veteran in the car and then put me in the bushers full time? Yeah. Good oh, right. Good. good learning. Yeah. Well, no, they wanted to do cup. It was the only way they wanted to go. Uh, so I'd like, I'm not, I'm not afraid. Not right. scared. Right. Uh, so we had a new manager, a new crew chief, new driver, new team, yeah. new everything. But we did go to Daytona unsponsored and qualified for that race on time. Perfect. And and that back, back then, then back then that's huge. Yeah. Thirty six, you finished twenty fourth. Yes. 
But I finished my first five. Yeah, no, that was my second five. You probably cars. sent ten cars home. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, back then. That's a. Yeah. You know, I I went with Rich Bickle. Okay. In the Tombstone car two years prior, and this is a funny story. Uh, Jeff Clark, my Jeff Clark. Yeah. Uh, Roush Yates did the engines for yeah. that car. Mm -hmm. Well. The engine totaled. Something happened, and I ended up not being able to. I couldn't even do like oil can failure. Right? Something anyway. It was bad. We didn't make it. So that was the Jeff Clark story. <laughs> <laughs> I think he made up for it <laughs> later on. You married him two kids ago. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. one hundred percent um, greatest guy in the world. And you got a couple great kids, right? Yes, yes. we do. There you uh, go. How old are they now? Uh, now they are 24 and 25. Jeez. I still remember them when they were. I know. Um, we have a question, Mark Schmuck. Mark so Schmuck. Is it true you once ran a race only to scuff tires for Dale Earnhardt? Okay, guess that. You don't have I to don't actually you don't have remember to that. Right. Really? No, that doesn't make any sense. Okay. I think I mean, you're they, wrong. They come in. No, they come in. We, yeah. So you're, no, you're going to get. There, there's, I want crazy. There's always conspiracy theories, right? And why? I mean, did, you, did you scuff tires for deal? You know, I want people to know that first of all, Beth Ann Morgenthal, bam. Her husband bought her a NASCAR race team. Yeah. For like an anniversary it present. It was a birthday present. Birthday. Hey, honey, what do you want to do with all these billions of dollars? Yeah, I don't know. I'm bored. Let's get a NASCAR team. You know, and that's why we don't do it anymore. Because yeah, that's why. How do you make a ten million dollars in NASCAR? Start out with twenty. Yeah. Uh, I'm just saying hi to the people that are tuned in here. Staff, uh, Tom Beatty. Uh, Tom Beatty says, "Welcome to the show. Sorry I didn't get you the sponsorship from Jafra Cosmetics back in the day." Tom told us about that. Are you supposed to get you some cosmetic deal back in the day? So Tom Bailey from New Jersey? Yeah, that, yeah, I do remember that. Okay, there and you go, Tom. I think it was timing on that because yeah. it would have been no, a great he, situation. I remember now. He said, he told us that he well, had it all done. It was one person yeah. to sign off, the one guy goes, no, I want it. Yeah, Everybody else that's what happened. It was one guy at the top yeah, didn't sign there off. There was some, yeah, yeah there, there, there's a few stories there. There's always somebody. Yes, I appreciate him. Always somebody wants their cut. And when they can't get it, they get mad and they shut it down. Right? Well, that's about it. Um, so first of all, we have we have the one thing we didn't talk about. You went through a bout of cancer for mm -hmm. a couple of years, and and you survived it. And thank God you did. Yes. And we appreciate that. And cheers to you for your toughness. I mean, you you just you survived. It's a it's a I I didn't know what was going to happen or what to do, but then it's like okay, well your first your first move is. You gotta figure it out. Like, right. okay, clean the slate. Yeah. This is priority. Let's figure this out. And of course, it's like boom, boom, boom. Like, let's do whatever. But there's a lot of stuff involved. Blood work, the process. So things took a little longer with me because of reactions to some of the medications. Mm -hmm. um, so it was longer. We did chemo, hard chemo. I said, when's my? Just curious. When's my hair going to fall? Twelve days. Twelve what? days. What? <laughs> I'm period, like, I wasn't expecting and that answer. Hair of yours that you were and let me tell you what. Oh no, but when it grew back, yeah. it was so crazy. It grew back. Is it better? It, yeah, way thicker. <laughs> now I'm getting older and it's you were getting thin. All that crap but on your no, hair. but there was like a, a gold okay. uh, blonde <laughs> right? area okay. here, oh, and then it was kind of darker, and there's a little red up here. <laughs> I'm like, this is crazy. I had people stop me on the street and say. 
who did your hair? I'm like, just God. Go God. Back. God. <laughs> I think it was punishment for all the different hair colors I tried. Women do so much bad stuff to yeah. your hair. And when you're on chemo, you can't. And then it grows back and it's like, oh my God. My yeah. Which one am I? It, yeah. it is. And then and you get a little yeah. Yeah. Then whatever. all of a sudden it's like, where's my hair? And it gets thin and it's like, yeah. what happened? That's called age. But no, the thing is the eyebrows, the... the body hair in yeah. general doesn't really come back okay. the feelings they had, they had 18 lymph nodes Ugh. in the left side and it it, it was a process you, you but hey i got good now you're through it good now i am yeah. I'll good. you're amazing cheers, cheers to that you're, you're still amazing you survived wrecks with broken ribs broken shoulders contract all the bs you survived in racing right and then this comes at you like okay you know what Listen. I got to hand this. This is this. I, is I, listen. I wouldn't have had that opportunity without the people I had around sure. me. Sure. Good deal. That's what that was about. It was about Sue Clark, Jeff's mom, right. my mom, uh, my mother, my sister, my family. Basically, took care of things, and then I moved in with Sue in Charlotte, mm -hmm. and she took care of me. She well. took me to every chemo treatment. It's the weirdest thing. You go to chemo, right? And then I'd leave there. And I'd be like, I want a banana split. I want a hot fish Sunday. I want to go to a movie. <laughs> I would do the weirdest yeah. stuff. And okay. she would take me to get a hot fish Sunday because nice. that's what I wanted or uh, a banana split. Michael Bama Williams says, only driver to make Reno speechless. Damn. Absolutely. Was there a story? No, yeah, there's a story Come on, sure. this there. Is you sure know one. that. Sure. <laughs> there's definitely a story. Well, it's time. That's weird. No, it's a funny story. Okay. But it was 2004. Yeah. I've been trying to get a sponsor through 2000. Wait, I say 2005, but this is 90s. See, I did that last time I talked about the story. Okay. It was 94. Right. 95, I spent just trying to get a deal where I'd be with a good team, good ride, good over. a year went by. Jeff and I had been married two years. So I'm getting, I'm 30. Uh, so it's kind of like, eh, we'll kind of plan on that. So the prior to every single race, Purvis was driving for James Finch, Mark Reno was crew chief. Every bush track, ARCA track, anywhere I'd go, I would always go over to their hauler and be like, if you just give me a chance, because there's a guy that never, ever, did not have top equipment right at the race. James Pinchard. No matter what. And he didn't right. run full time really. But right. he always had the best cars. Give me a chance, give me a chance, give me a chance. So I get the phone call. Uh, it's it's um, right before it's Daytona testing's getting ready to start. So it was like December, November, December. And Mark Randall calls and says, Hey, uh, we're gonna go ahead and put Purvis in a cup car and would you like to come test for us and then run the Arca race in Daytona? I'm like, let me call you right back. I literally went, I'd already kind of knew, but I hadn't gone to a doctor's appointment yet or anything. So I went and bought like literally five pregnancy tests, <laughs> took them, <laughs> and then I called him back. Now, I, it was early. I right. could have done that. No one would have known. Right. I, it, right. It's just not, it, I called him back and I'm like, all right, listen, you know how bad I wanted this. But listen, Jeff and I have been married a couple of years. Things have been like the career thing and it's important. But anyway, I'm pregnant dead silence <laughs> then it's like in, in his little country way well damn that's the first time i've ever heard that excuse from the driver <laughs> so anyway but, that's 
the, the silver lining. I mean, yeah, true yeah. story, right? So that was 94, 95. So I had Tanner in 96, uh-huh. and I had Samantha in 97. Right. And then I drove for James Finch in 99 at Daytona, finished second under caution. Right. And then that's what led to Krampus. Okay. Got it. So see, there's always so something. It's always so silver lining there. And let me tell you what, I don't care who it would be, what ride, whatever, but having those two babies was more, more important than, than anything else you yeah. got. Exactly. I, yep. It's a great, I you agree. left your legacy on the track and mm-hmm. I'm leaving your legacy in life. Um, Steve Tidmore, since I drive Big Rig, I want to hear more about that racing. Did you race Peter Burt's, Ken, Peter Biltz, Kenworth, what did you race? Uh, my first truck was a 76 International. Okay. My second truck was an 84 Kenworth, and then my, can I cuss on this show? Sure. Go ahead. My badass, badass truck was a, a Kenworth fiberglass shell, lowered, single axle, uh, that's what we won Flemington in. Are they conventional or, or cab overs? Oh no, they're conventional. It's a big, it's, yeah. it's a front It's a long big nose. Okay, okay you know, so it's a shell. the difference between a conventional and a cab over? Yeah, you. Okay, here's the here's the difference. Okay, your face is here, right? Right. Or your face is here, but you see the hood. So which is which? The cab over is that's it. The cab over is the flat. I got that part. Okay, what's it called? It's a cab over. Okay, so conventional is is the one with the nose. I know the conventional is out front. Okay, got it. Yes, but conventional, you're riding on the motor. Got it. Exactly. You have to flip the whole cab over. Yes, exactly. But with the Kenworth. With the nose, right. we moved the motors back to cheating. distribute Probably weight. cheating, right? No, it was a rule. Oh, it was, okay. it was a rule. The fiberglass shell. Yeah, right. You only had five gears instead of ten. Okay. Um, yeah. And then went to single axle instead of the tandem. Instead of the tandem axle. Mm-hmm. So it was lower. We go sideways on dirt. It was <laughs> fun. <laughs> and at like Pocono, those things ran like. 170. Yeah. That's good. Done that truck. Yeah. They don't stop quick. No. And you can't see for too long. You're wrecking those things. It's got to be a big wreck. It's a lot of weight to stop. It isn't any wreck. That's a lot of weight you're trying to stop. Yeah. Big truck, big wreck. Yeah. All right. Dave Chenette says, do you remember him? Dave Chenette, I guess he's on your crew at BAM. Yes. Okay. Oh, yes, yes, okay, yes, yes, yes. Yes, I, I do. Said, he said, I gave her a pep talk walking down pit road before she qualified <laughs> for the Daytona 500. She was nervous as hell. I told her she could do it, not to pinch the car down. She picked up a great lap, got us in. Bam, boom. Oh, so cool, race. Dave. I think he was your yeah. car Thanks yeah. for the pep talk. Yeah, I think Eddie Sharp was a crew chief. Dave, there were some great people on all the teams that I've been with. Yeah. You know, unfortunately, a lot of them, when they're not full-time, it's really hard to it's track. It's hard to keep or, track. Yeah. Uh, Jeff Haas, there's a picture of you getting in an asphalt modified. Did that ever take Yeah. It? Okay, where was that? That was Reggie Ruggiero's. Oh, really? Yeah, at Riverside Speedway. Nice. Did you yeah. run it or just get in? Uh, we had a dual race. Okay. Uh, and you know what those are. I know what those are. Yeah. They're promoting things. <laughs> I'm a pro- I know promoting things. Uh, there you go. <laughs> but anyway, it was fun. I met some amazing people in the yeah. Northeast. I kind of felt like I was, you know, just living in Pennsylvania yeah. for two years and doing nothing but running all mm-hmm. Northeast area. Sure. I mean, Connecticut. Oh, we were everywhere. And Thompson Speedway. Yep. Uh, oh, you would know that modified one. Modified country. Yeah. Big time, yeah. Uh, so, all over. So, let me so, ask yeah, you this. Yes, I did. All right. You know, you, you talked about 
early on you talked about your NASCAR wanting to be NASCAR, not not open wheel or not. Yeah, open-wheel. definitely NASCAR. So I I want to ask because I I feel like this doesn't happen enough. Was there drivers in NASCAR that would come to your local speedways and and your tracks that were driving that made you want to be like them? So when I'm growing up in Wisconsin. Bobby Allison used to come to Wisconsin, and and Earnhardt, and Waltrip, and mm. Bonnet, and you know, and that's why I wanted to do NASCAR because yeah. I got to meet these guys, and it's like, man, these guys are awesome, yeah. you know. That was is, it like that? No, let me just tell you this, Warren. That's probably one of the best questions I've ever been asked. Okay, I've never had to answer this question, and let me tell you what didn't have anything to do with that because I didn't know anything about the South. I I, I grew up in Iowa, and then right. I moved to Philadelphia, so I'm like Northeast, but. The Just motor. growing up in Iowa, growing up with my father, AJ Foyt was like a driver of all drivers. He could drive right. anything. Yep. So I kind of like had that mentality. And then USAC kind of gave you that mentality. Well, because when I, after 84, when 85, 86, 87, 88, and I went into stock cars, I was focused. So maybe 88 is where that transformation was okay. of... Well, I always knew I wanted to go that direction. Right. But I didn't know anything about the South. I mean, about... I knew the drivers. You, Neil Bonnet was one of my favorites. you didn't know about this, stop, this racing here, right? Oh, no. I knew about it, of course. Right. I mean, I knew, but it was more... It's oval track racing. Okay. All and right. The, All it's right. oval track racing. And that's what I was doing. And with trucks, I would go to a dirt track... An asphalt track, a speedway, a short track. Overseas, where you drive the road courses yeah, with them? Yeah. yeah. So that's why I think it was about the fact that it was stock car racing. It was it was American. It was hometown. Okay, it was I got family. Right. It was like, I don't know. I felt like that was part of my blood. I always wanted to go that route. Right. So I knew. Well, okay, even when I was in Iowa and after 89 or, or before I moved to Pennsylvania, I was thinking, okay, if this is going to be a career, I'm going to end up in the South somewhere. Like, I'm going to end up in Georgia, North Carolina, South Carolina, somewhere. Where did I end up? Philadelphia. I'm like, well, this didn't quite work out that <laughs> way. Close enough. But there was a reason for that, because then I got all that experience in Northeast. And up there. And I'll yeah. tell you what, any racer, look at Max McLaughlin's son. Like, Mad Max. Yes. I don't know if you follow him. His mom know, is a good friend yeah. of mine. But he is racing his butt off. Everything and I think yeah. all the time and doing, well, and doing well. Right. So I think that's a name you're going to see in the future. Chase Briscoe, name you're going to see in the future. Right. There's, there's these racers that are true racers. And in my, after that year of kind of the summer and what am I going to do with my, you know, you're 18, 19 years old. I think when it got into the 20s, it was absolutely 100%. This is the direction. And that means you're not going to get to really hang out with your friends or have like the normal life. But I don't think I've ever been normal anyway. If you're so, in this business, it's not yet. Our normal. Exactly. That's, none of it is normal. No, that is so true. It, it's like we talk. It's a drug. You get in, you get yeah, out. Yeah. Like how you talk about in your summers, right? Hey, you going to come to the cottage? I gotta be with oh, yeah, right. I'll be at the racetrack. Well, right. What's there? And you... That's just how it goes. Yeah, and, and it's work. Going. And then people think, yeah. like, oh, you're so lucky. Yeah. You get to go to the racetracks and do it. I'm like, it's work. It's like that, but we choose <laughs> it, but we chose yeah. the whole thing. Yeah. yeah. You maybe didn't have a choice, but it's not like it's not a choice you were fighting either. If with your dad uh, making you go, no, you he were didn't. all in. Yeah. I mean, my he was 100% supportive, but he was definitely not. Uh, you didn't, he didn't push you. you know, he not a racer say, did. Yeah. Okay, he, yeah. He, he was just, I think he felt that I had a natural ability, honestly felt that there was something there that was talent 
and and then I made my way without yeah, it. Right, and that sure. was hard. Right. Sure. When, he, when I lost him, because he was my kind of like. You know, I'll, I'll say it like this: once you're you're a kid, right, and you go and you're on a you're on a you win with a team. You win with some, even if it's a dirt track, it doesn't matter. You win. You're in victory lane. You get your picture made. Whatever it is, you're, you know, I think I was 16 or 17 when it happened to me. And it was like, oh, this is, oh, it's so this is the best thing ever. Yeah. yeah. You know, this is the greatest thing ever. And then, you know, I, I try to do my own thing and race a little bit. And I won a couple times, but blah, blah, blah. And, but you, that never leaves your, right. your, your, you want to you want to get back to victory lane, and even if it's a, even if it's a take that dumb picture, you want to get <laughs> yeah. back to victory lane. That's what it's all about. You know what what you say and how winning in Milwaukee was was your was your huge. best moment because it's like you finally said yeah yeah <laughs> you know what I mean and that's that's it that's a, exactly. it's 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 a drug. Uh, Mike Morgan wants to know: Would you ever given thought to go truck racing again? Um, not at this point. I mean, uh, just, well, what is he talking? Is he talking like the NASCAR trucks? No, no, or back like to the, big the trucks. Truck, big now, truck, yeah. I, I don't think that'd probably be a good did route for me to go. Did but, he do that? No. I don't know. I think there's a new series. There, yeah, there is. They just had a yeah. big ring thing down in okay. Rockingham. Yeah. Big deal. Okay, so mm -hmm. the racing ends, and there's one thing you have done all along that of all this, this creative mind that you have, and you're an awesome you are incredible. I've seen your photos around. Interior designer, decorator. Yeah. Is that both, right? Well, it's, it's artist. Yeah. Um, it started out when I was pregnant with, well, even a little before that. But when I was out for two years in 96, 97, mm -hmm. I uh, painted, uh, well, no, I did Kim and Ernie Irvin's house. Okay. And when they lived in, in Mooresville and did... The whole room i mean the whole house i picked all the right. colors right. so it kind of like started but it was like it started with faux finishing which now i wouldn't do for anyone never again but it was faux finishing aging cabinets painting murals you did this hand you yeah you, you, oh. it's my mom right. and my sister well my one of my sisters is like an artist but you could instruct people to do this or do you Oh, well, I just wouldn't advise anybody to finish a wall these days in any way, shape, or form. But give it 20 years, it'll come back. <laughs> <laughs> but you've done a lot of... How oh, yeah, I did all that. Decorating, um, just I doing do, some today, yeah. Yeah, today it was Christmas decorating, which is... Uh, I really only do for one or two clients. Mm -hmm. I don't do a lot, but um, amazing on um, that. But no, new builds, uh, Evernham's, mm -hmm. one's going through Pop cancer... Did Hoptown. So did, what did, what did I did Dale Jr.'s shop. Okay. I did Casey Kane's shop. Okay. And then I did Murray's right. shop. So, when you so see like, that's so what three. Asked, yeah, what happened? Okay, go ahead. Right there. Well, I've done everything in here myself, and now I'm like, oh, <laughs> Jesus. I know. I gave you a thumbs up. <laughs> so, when you say, like, you, like the, the, the layout, now, the say when, I, way, when the colors, I do like, that, I mean, if it's a new build, I work with the builder from the very beginning. Right. Um, select exterior interior floor walls tire oh, any lighting colors. everything okay. anything yeah. and everything and then i add my specialties to it by with dale juniors that which what makes you feel really good is when you go somewhere and you see your stuff you did 12 years yes. ago 15 and years ago good. and it still looks good so cool. yeah because there's some that i'll be like oh my god we're gonna change the whole thing no with truex house i go there and it's 
still beautiful. I, it, does, it hasn't really aged. And, and Sherry, we work together a lot, and we'll change some things out. Did the Marco Island house, totally different. Really so you got nice. like a modern. This is awesome. And then, a, then a Everham was right. the condo in Amelia Island. Right. Totally did a redo going through radiation. Finished chemo, went to Jackson uh, Mayo certain, Clinic. Certain contractors you go through, or you? Uh, I, found, I found one there. I did all that work there well, see, there right you there myself. <laughs> okay, well, I could use a contractor. It just flows sure. up, you know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, uh, I did just start. There's 980 times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know the fact so 980. I did 30 a night. Oh my god. <laughs> man, you have a man cave. The site says man cave, okay? I tell you, well, we do it by money's man cave. I never say it's in the basement, but it's the man cave. And so that's what we go on. Well, you did a great yeah. Great yeah, job. Did you put every one of those bottle caps on yes, the top? Yes, you did. I did that too. Yeah. I knew it. <laughs> I made the table. Yeah, you made the table. Yeah. I just read well, words. That's all I mean. I just read right. right. That was a fab guy in me. Yeah. That's it. You're good with the <laughs> right. I'm just good typing. I'm trying to get to me. Maybe it just blows up. I got somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, but I was lucky enough to honestly. Excuse me. For I didn't second. really want to get out of race. I didn't want to get out of it. But it was like 2005. Uh, my kids were getting, you know, they're in sports and all kinds of stuff going on, and I was driving for a Bush team that I did not really care for at all and I'm not even going to be silent about that at all terrible mm -hmm. owner car situation I was not a start and park I was never going to be a start and park and if you're trying to make me one then I'm, I'm out and that's that was Bassarette that was back to very okay final right. end right. and um so I kind of had to close the garage door on it for me visually to go yeah. out of something that you've been in for 25 it's your whole yeah. identity yeah sure um, Identity, okay. So I did, and then what I did is I found another creative space in my brain, and I have second passion. And it so sounds you like you're running with it pretty damn yeah. good. good. Well, the happy chair thing, I started it first. Oh, that's right. Remember that? Yeah, that was huge. Whoopi Goldberg, yeah. what? Miranda Lambert's uh, place in right. Oklahoma. It's a. It's not her home, but it's her uh, yeah. bed and breakfast. Sure. Uh, but these are eight you, pieces. These One whole room is. All of my stuff. Okay. And these yeah, are all okay. created from just, you just made yeah. yeah. Now, vintage pieces yeah. sewn together, uh, uh, pan sewed folk art on the back of a chair. Oh, nice. Just all kinds of cool right. stuff. But now I'm doing more just design, new builds. Yeah. Everham's building right now. Very good. Working with them. Uh, it's just trying to keep busy, but, you know. So. I don't know. <laughs> I have a final question I'm like, for you. Okay, final. So when you're doing what you're doing and you're racing, when young girls came up to you, uh, what what was what was I don't want to say what did you say? What did you feel your responsibility was? Because you you were looked up to, you know. And we talk about the Jennifer Jones oh. and the Danicas, and they get that. But there's these young girls that wanted to, they wanted to be you, and which is so cool you're, you're because a, that was prior you're to. A, you're a trendsetter. trendsetter. I mean, that's so prior yeah. too, though. See, I don't. I didn't really see that. I mean, now when I was 19, yeah. after the first so who, year and the 19, and little girls would come up to me and they'd give me a rose or something to sign. And I right. would, it, it, it was like, I knew that this was a path I needed to do. Right. When it came to, uh, Lynn St. James had a huge part of putting women Lynn together. And Patty. Yeah, uh, Patty, uh, Lynn, uh, Danica. Yeah. Uh, but they were, Danica's way later than you. She's way, way later, later, but I went to. A the, lot later. Yeah, well, I was. Women's Sports Foundation was right. nominated 
the second year, and Danica was there. Lynn had kind of brought her in. I think she was racing out of the right. country. And, you know, Lynn was like, she's going to be the next thing. Lynn if it wasn't for Kelly Earnhardt, that's how Danica came in. Sure, yeah, we know that. Right. right, yeah. So. And that's amazing. And Kelly Earnhardt was somebody who looked up to me. Sherry Pollitz is somebody who looked up to me. Right. Because they're, you know, her dad sure. was yeah. in it. And they're, right. and so they're a little like, but I never really looked at it. I just, you know, you never want to go back and say, well, what if, what if. You don't want to have a downer about it. No. So I have an up. I have to be positive about what I did have the opportunity to yep. accomplish and all the things I got to that do. Was a lot. Now, Absolutely. let's just a imagine. Lot. A lot. Yeah, you know, let's just imagine. If I would have raced in 2006, and let's just say that a good owner, like, no, no, Rick Hendrick, let's yeah. just throw it out you, there. Or you could have put me in a car. Or maybe Tony, like he did with right. Danica. Yes. It was just wasn't the right time. Kelly's the reason that Danica got in, and I think she had to beat some door down oh, to sure. make that happen. Make it happen. And to go in like that was amazing. It was, what if... Mm -hmm. What and if? there was a lot. Of, but there was no a lot of activity on that one. Okay. No, there was a lot of money involved there too. You know, that with the with the. Uh, oh, go daddy! daddy oh, absolutely, that was right. whole. So no, and there's no. We all know question. that. It doesn't I think hurt. Danica was great for right. the sport mm -hmm. and great with absolutely. herself. It, it everything right. she did was great. She was horrible for the Packers, but great. Yeah. <laughs> But the thing is, during their time, there wasn't all this social media. There wasn't all this. Yeah, there was there no. You didn't have it all that. Didn't to, exist to yet. Propel right. you well, look at Lee Hagen with oh, social oh, media. Yeah, sure. I mean, well, if you people could like totally yeah. follow. Mm -hmm. And if I was better at it, I need to get my daughter to like really yeah. help me. But I could do some stuff like I made like a, a literally forest in Truex's living room nice. of Christmas trees. Nice. Because uh, I'm like, Tonight? I'm going to do the same thing the last three, okay. five days, basically. Okay. But um, if I could get to where I was better he's at He's not it. in here in camel right now. <laughs> no, he's in Florida. <laughs> uh, quick question. You still get fan mail. We were talking about this. You still get fan mail. And I do. Still, it still blows your mind that people reach out. And it does. It. But it makes you feel good, though, right? Absolutely. So you know, I love it. You know you left your mark in the sport. You know you've made yeah. a mark in the sport. And it's so cool. It yeah. makes you feel so good. Like, the fact that... I mean, you go to a racetrack now, which I don't do that often mm -hmm. anymore because I don't feel like I have a place. But you go now and it's like, okay, who's still alive that remembers me? <laughs> oh, yeah. That's true. Because it a happens. Lot. Oh, yeah. Sure. <laughs> Well, I want to say no. It's super cool. Okay. I, I'm, I'm grateful for everything. Yes, I've yes. had the chance to do and people that I've came across along the way. And I'm very grateful for you as a friend. And I've yeah. always admired you. Always looked up to you. Know that because I love you like a brother. <laughs> <laughs> you and a hundred others. <laughs> That's the problem. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I want to thank you for coming on. It's been you're welcome. It's thank been you very much. We appreciate it. I appreciate it, both so. of you, Warren. Thank you, Tim. I mean, I'll come back. Okay. All right. Should we say it? Let's say, say it. Say goodnight, it. Dick. Say goodnight, Dick. Good night. Good night, Dick. Have a great Thanksgiving, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving. We'll see you in two weeks. Wow. Hey, another great show. Great Thank show. you so much, everybody, yep. for tuning Enjoy in. It. We appreciate it. We do this every Tuesday night. And Warren, I think the guests we've had have been fantastic. Phenomenal. And the people that are following us, we appreciate it. We're reaching 42,000 people a month. Can you believe that? And uh, we appreciate you watching. Right. And, uh, We're having fun. Hope everybody else enjoys yeah. it. That's it. And it's just a fun show, bucket of beer, guys sitting around talking about it. So keep tuning in. We appreciate it. Check out our store and everything. But um, we appreciate you people, and uh, we will see you next week. Right, my friend? Yes, sir. All right. See you next week.